0: Times. the world just needs a hero to help cut through all the noise. Well, now you have two. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to yet another episode of Heroes the Noise. I am one half of this dynamic duo. My name is Steve.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to say it too. What's going on? Welcome to episode... 167 is it, name? I think it's 167 today. Pretty sure. Let's go with that. Sound good to you? <laughs> it sounds fantastic, Dan. You know, I think it's 167, ladies and gentlemen. Let's just go ahead and stick with that. Anyway, welcome. My name is Dan Ramirez. You're listening to the Heroes of Noise. Let's begin, everyone. Let's have
0: some fun today, Steve. Yeah, Dan, I'm in the mood for fun. Are you? I'm in the mood for, as you know, at all times, I'm in the mood for fun. Are you in the mood for love? Simply because you're near me. Hey, 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 back up, buddy. (laughs) Hey, you ain't that kind of show (laughs) there, pal. Sorry, I was just
1: trying to sound like Twitter.
0: That's a a song before your time. I was just
1: trying to, I was uh, channeling the baby right there, and I thought I'd just get a little homophobic on you. (laughs) Holy,
0: oh, (laughs) dude, what? There's a uh, place to start, Steve. Let's start off with that. (sighs) When you got Elton John coming up being like, listen. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> when you record a hit with Dua Lipa and make a shit ton of
0: money and then she goes, no, fuck this guy. Yeah, that's not Dude. good. That's not good. Dude, it's it's such a it, here's the thing. It's like here's no here's the worrisome part. You know why he's not apologizing? Uh, because he's a douche fuck. That's why. And he knows there's not going to be any repercussions. There's people not going to be any repercussions. He'll probably end up winning a fucking Grammy or something. No like that. question. Not that Look, I I R. Kelly did this for years. Yeah. And he knew, oh, people will still come because they love stepping in the Name of Love. They'll still come to my concerts. Mm-hmm. There will be no repercussions, G. You know them videos where I'm peeing on
1: people? Nah. <laughs> so who cares?
0: Good. It's uh, just me. How long has it been? Like, they're, they're, Musicians forever have been like, yeah, we can do what we want in private. And it could be publicized, and you'll still come to our concerts. No big deal. What I mean, at what point does it? I guess it's on us. It's on the us.
1: Power of music, man.
0: Dude, listen. <laughs> I can't
1: say the words "da baby" and feel respect for myself when I, I, I know, say them.
0: I know. I Who know, in
1: their right mind went? Hey, you know what would be a good name? I'm gonna go ahead and go with the baby." Him. <laughs> oh, I like that. The baby. No, 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 no. Da, da. baby
0: da baby mm. d a baby what yes
1: man said that's the name
0: Gee, <laughs> you know it's Seriously. so sad it's it's a sad state i don't care g music sucks now uh, i don't care what anybody it. is just like well it's all relevant no no because when i talked to my mother about music she's like even my mom's music was good yeah. like when i was a little kid i listened to my mother's music and even that old music that she was listening to was good. And she could listen to my music and be like, ooh, the Jackson 5, they're good. Now it's like, Oh, this music sucks. No, it's just because you're young or you're old. Oh, no, it, there mm-hmm. was a time where all music was good.
1: Mm-hmm. I can tell now, when, the, when the air is warm. That doesn't change when I get, you know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. I can tell if something is bitter when I taste it. I, I know, like I understand it's all about tastes and stuff like that. But don't try to sell me shit. And, and no. especially someone like, hey, you know who the fuck I am? I'm Dan Ramirez. Okay, you can't be trying to do this shit to me. That's Steve no. Hudson over there, ladies exactly. and gentlemen. Who the fuck do
0: you think you're dealing with? Come on, dude. This is not gonna work with and here's the thing. I could I can tell when something I can uh, Oh, I get why you listen to that. Like um what's that uh that group from uh Asia? BTS. I Great. get it. I heard a song, I'm like, it may not be my thing, but I and I saw them perform. I'm like, oh I totally Yeah, there's a I whole totally show did. involved. Yes. In sync I got, Backstreet Boys I got, new kids I got, you know, I get it.
1: Why does this one not get through the sieve? Because it's trash.
0: It is trash. But why it's is trash. it trash? Let's, let's talk about because that for we've a lowered the the uh, music consumers have lowered their expectations. Yes, and soon that becomes the expectation. Then it's lowered a little bit, and soon that becomes the and then everyone's like, "Well, what do you expect?" Be like, "Well, the decades of you lowering your expectation has now said the wall, the ceiling is now." where garbage was in the 80s. Where garbage was in the 80s is the ceiling now. Like, wham! And, and, and all these amazing groups from the 80s would have blown the roof off. Now people would like, what is that? Because they just aren't used to it. I like that you said blown. <laughs> is this a George Michael reference? <laughs> yeah.
1: Hey, you know, bathrooms. Those are funny places sometimes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that, dude. I totally forgot about that story. Yeah, he man. shouldn't have. He shouldn't have been arrested for that. Anyway. Um, yeah. And like all these Harry Potter in the
1: glory hole. I don't know what that's a reference to. I don't know what that's a reference to either. Let's move on.
0: Oh, I thought there was like a, a whole book. Yeah. Well, no. He, uh, well, he was a he was a glory hole guy.
1: Steve. You don't know what a glory Harry hole is? Harry Potter? Was? No, no, no. I was, oh, like, <laughs> I don't know. It was just a bad joke. <laughs> but but like, yeah, that was his that was uh, that was George Michael's
0: thing. He'd like them glory holes. Hey, look, dude, listen, I'm not what, shaming. Hey, we I'm are saying. way too sexually repressed here. Don't hey. even get me started.
1: Look, bro, if you want to do that, that's all good. I'm not even trying. Did you hear my voice right now? It did like a weird, like it almost sounded like Skype. Like
0: uh, I just it did, did. This weird. Uh, like you're crying. I don't know what's going got on. emotional.
1: I guess so. Glory
0: holes get me excited. But yeah, music is crap now. And it's unfortunate because there is good music out there. It just doesn't get pumped up into your stereos and into the Mass psyche like this crap, the baby, and now that low expectation is going to supersede people's morals. Wow, what a day we live in!
1: Did you hear uh his little comment on Questlove? Oh, Jesus, stop it! You don't know who Questlove is. Stop it! Like, Questlove's at a point now where he's iconic, right? Which is that Absolutely. is that safe to say? No question. How the hell are you going to tell me? Maybe he doesn't, though, because you know what? If you suck that bad, maybe you just don't gravitate towards good music and talent. Well,
0: they said the roots played for him to sing. So he does know him. It's just a... On Fallon, he's just being a douche. Yeah. That's that's what it is. And it's sad because uh, I forgot the dude's name. He's a comedian with the big afro. Tall guy. He has that CNN show.
1: Oh, I I can see his face. I don't know his name.
0: Uh, Totally. And uh, he's like, I can tell you as the resident... Uh accidental Quest Love impersonator. He said, everyone knows him. Everywhere I go, people are like, hey, Quest Love. <laughs> he's like, nope, not him. But he's like, everyone knows who he is. Stop it. And Quest Love is just like, I'm not gonna say anything to it, but trust me, everyone knows who I'll go anywhere and they'll know who because he's just he's been in the I mean, he was in the Boisteman Motown Philly video. That's how long he's been around. Yeah, he's just I mean,
1: big I saw them at Lollapalooza. You know how long ago that was? a time ago.
0: is not Lollapalooza going on this week? Lolla, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Did you see that? I saw that you noticed that uh, that tweet that came out where every band was just the Delta variant.
0: That is so <laughs> funny. But yeah, that Lollapalooza, he was it. You got to see him years ago. And they weren't slouches then. They were already known.
1: Yeah, somewhat. I didn't know who they were. I just stumbled upon this uh, drum solo. I heard a drum solo going on. And I just happened Killer. to go. I heard hip hop in the background. But I'm doing things. I'm I'm shopping. I'm drinking. I'm doing whatever. But I heard the <laughs> hip hop going on. And then all of a sudden I heard a drum solo. And I was like, wait, hold on. Why is there a drum solo with this hip hop group? So I went over there. And, and then the rest is history.
0: And we're not talking about the the drum circles that normally happen at Lollapalooza, I imagine uh drum
1: circles at a lollapalooza probably in the parking lot not in the uh that's so strange in the uh what do they call that the breezeway whatever that thing's called the concourse oh, they call it a breezeway no i think they call it a concourse actually.
0: Uh, did you use the outhouse at lollapalooza g
1: probably gross no 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 i didn't and the reason being is that uh, shoreline has very nice bathrooms
0: oh lollapalooza was that shoreline
1: mm-hmm. yeah that's year. not
0: a big that's not that big of a place Pretty big,
1: Steve. There's like Not 100,000
0: big. No, why has it got to be? What, what's up with you in numbers? I'm simply saying, because I think I'm, no, she's not going to be there because uh, Erica Badu is going to be in concert on October 22nd. She's not going to be at the shoreline. She's going to be at San Diego Amphitheater or whatever. And I looked at the, I'd be looking at the number. I'm like, how many people Erica Badu pulling in? It's a lot of people, G.
1: What are your thoughts on concerts, concert going? No. What are your thoughts on the upcoming Halloween Horror Night, Steve? With the current state of affairs, are we okay, going to get a, denied again?
0: Here's my problem: they're not going to cancel it.
1: Let me just tell you now. So, yeah, I sorry, I didn't even. I'm sorry, I didn't even ask that correctly. Are we going to end up denying ourselves
0: this? No, Dan. Let me tell you why.
1: <laughs> oh, this is a new Steve Hudson here. I'm um, on
0: TikTok, and suddenly he's not afraid of anything anymore. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to wear my mask. Number one, I've been vaccinated. So vaccination in the great words of tower power. Nice. And, um, I am going to go and be careful. And if I need to get my booster, I will, but if they don't cancel Halloween horror night and I imagine they're going to make, um, I mean, cause I'm going to buy the tickets where I'm imagining there's not gonna be a billion people buying those tickets, not to say anything about whatever, but if there's 20,000 people buying those tickets, I'd be like, wow.
1: Are you really going to buy two of those tickets?
0: And listen, I don't think De- Bell's not going to go because she almost th- like she throws up if she sees exorcist stuff. I thought you said she was going. So it's just going to be like the way it was last time. It looks like it because she uh, like she says, I just don't like satanic stuff. And I said, well, then,
1: Bell, are you listening to me? Bell, listen to me. I know you're listening. <laughs> Let me tell you something, Bell. Sorry, I'm calling you Bell. I should probably call you Melissa. Satanic stuff's awesome. I'm just I'm not not a Satanist But that shit's awesome
0: (laughs) I'm sorry it's true Anyway go on If you don't title this episode Satanic Stuff is Awesome
1: You know what We need the (laughs) listeners Let's see who we can bring in
0: (laughs) The listeners Our listenership's been dwindling Let's get the Satanists in They'd be like "Huh? I like the cut of their jib (laughs) welcome to heroes of noise <laughs> satanic stuff's awesome you know what they will like a few of the shows with the with the master of of, of i mean puppets. it's their it's
1: their just their g they got the dark yeah. lord listening i should really not bring him back. Master of puppets
0: that's it's a been great a while. name though what's that it's been a while oh
1: God. um let me tell you something real quick you just hit hit a note that i uh okay aaron lewis we're still talking music here ladies and gentlemen who's aaron lewis is the guy that sings it's been a while. Oh, really? He's the singer, lead singer of Stained, or the former I don't think oh. they're around anymore, but he's the former lead singer of Stained. Okay. Has gone the path of the right wing country singer that sits on the Shut bench with a flag behind him. Up. And he oh god, I don't remember it's been a couple of weeks, but he put out a song. Oh, it's called um That's him? Am I the Only One? You hear that?
0: I saw that, dude. That's
1: him, dude. I'm like, look, you've got, I'll be the first to admit, I think he's got a fantastic voice. It's just, like, I can't get behind that now. I'm not going to go down my reasons why, but, ooh, it's
0: it's, it's bad. And here, it's funny, speaking of that, uh, my son just got into the mamas and the papas. Oh, nice. And I don't want to break his heart about the guy. I'll be like, oh, I want to tell you something really bad about him, but I'm not going to do it.
1: Uh, uh, do, 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 let me think about this for a second this would be John
0: Phillips yeah and his yeah, okay. daughter yeah yes,
1: yes. and I'm like oh I should tell I should just totally tell him you should tell like, him you know he needs to know these things
0: because he, he was like this group's really good I'm like well you listen to them growing up because I always played Mamas and the Papas growing up uh, while he was growing up I'd play them and he you know that's when he got into Queen and everybody but uh, I was like oh I should totally tell him about that whole situation because that's gross and you have to you have to keep that in mind when listening to I like you know John Lennon beating his wife. That's stuff that I have to reckon with, bro. The next time I'll do it with my backhand. That is a great John Lennon, dude. That is a great John
1: Lennon. It's the only John Lennon I can do. It's just always that with this. I say you something know, and I end it with this. <laughs> that's it. That's
0: all I got. It's funny how a lot of people say that they're overrated. I mind you and and every musician i talk to it's like they're in their brain they're so good that it makes them want to stop being musicians they're like they're that good for to them they're one of those groups that like it makes you want to just not do it anymore but yeah he beat his he beat his girls though man shouldn't that mean something it's just like woody allen at what point what is our breaking point when do we just say no i don't think
1: that the world knows yet because we have yet to really find the breaking point uh That's let's sad. see i guess a good breaking point would be let's see what's current right now Where like they just got the like you're done r kelly r kelly that's a good one but a little bit more recent i it's teetering like i think i think it will eventually just go full on fuck off but jk rowling would be another one
0: because that's true she keeps leaning into it (laughs) but look at kanye kanye just filled a stadium for an album release trash fest 2021 can you believe
1: it, dude? Yes. So apparently, there is no. Well, we were just talking about this. Like, I mean, the baby exists now. I can't put the baby and Kanye in the same category because at least Kanye has some form of talent.
0: But he did, he did. And I, the funny thing is, I, I got into him like last or like three years ago. I was like, hey, this is, the, apparently he was a talented guy. But then right when I got into him, he started liking Trump. I'm like, "What did well, you like?
1: There. Were you like 808s and heartbreaks? Is that where you liked him? No,
0: I was more of the um, touch the sky. And I liked, um, yeah, they're going to make it this far. What do I know? Boom, flashing lies. I'm like, oh, this kid was talented. And it sucks that how did that guy become... Uh, when you're so bad that Card that Kim Kardashian leaves you, G.
1: Damn, how does that work? Was there a
0: prenup? You think, dude? I think they're both so wealthy that it it's doesn't just matter. Not gonna, it just it's cancels not, itself out. We're still it's just incredibly like incredibly Be- wealthy. I think just like Beyonce and Jay. I think Jay would end up. I think Beyonce would end up having to pay Jay though.
1: You think? Uh huh.
0: What about the kids and stuff though? What about little Blue Ivy? I think. Well, I'm saying I think Beyonce makes more than. Than Jay Z Really, that's
1: interesting. Uh-huh. Well, think, uh, but we're not. uh What about like the basketball team and stuff like that?
0: I I don't think I think he's worth that. But I am saying like having money on hand, it's her. She's he worth be, more liquid. Yeah, she got like she could probably. Oh, I owe you thirty million, fifty million, sixty million. I could go on tour tomorrow. And he's just like, hold up, real that. quick.
1: Let me cash my cans in. Just can you stick <laughs> around
0: for about thirty minutes? I'll get you your money. Now that's, a, that's, I think that's the best musician that I love that I don't listen to. I think that's the one Beyonce. I love her music and I just don't listen to her. I love her music. Just don't listen to her. Why
1: is that? You think
0: I'm never in the mood.
1: I'm never in the mood to listen to Beyonce.
0: And Although she's good.
1: I tell you, we talked about when we talked about that Coachella documentary that she had. Yeah. That was pretty dope, dude. She killed it. That dude, was still Jesus totally man. worth a watch. I wish I knew the name. I would recommend it. That's a damn good documentary. With
0: a marching band in the back? Who would have even
1: thought? And you know I was into it, Steve, because the kids were into the marching bands back then, you know? I was fully...
0: Oh, did you, did uh, your kids watch it? No. Oh.
1: No, nah, I didn't give a shit.
0: Uh, how are the... Uh, by the way, I might as well ask on, how is the family?
1: Everyone's doing well, man. Everyone's doing... There's really nothing to report because we've just been kind of kicking it on the inside and not really going out too much.
0: Everyone's no, busy.
1: Um, I don't need to get into it on this show, but you know my work schedule... So, everyone's just kind of been, everyone basically except for the kids. So, basically, Gail and I are just chilling, and Ben is with his girl like pretty much all the time now. I think he's moving out. Like, it's not been said, hasn't been talked about. I think he's going to move out because he's always there. Well,
0: I did hear that working too hard could give you a heart attack.
1: Jesus. I should have had like four of those already. I should not say that. <laughs> <laughs> would make more sense if you heard the conversation we had a little little while ago but god good god you ought to know by now ladies and gentlemen you you ought to know oh jesus i'm sorry
0: i'm just trying i'm throwing stuff out here's what i'll tell you man oh i can't wait till the patreon
1: (laughs) oh yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) so we let them know what we're talking about on the patreon Oh,
0: we're going to be talking about Woodstock 99.
1: Yeah, from HBO Max, there's a Woodstock 99 documentary that's out right now. And
0: uh, kind it of is an eye-opener,
1: right folks. It's an eye-opener. Like, yes, I know the Woodstock that I saw. It ain't the Woodstock that happened. I'll tell you that much. And we will talk about that on Patreon. So if you're if you're into us and you want to hear a little bit more of Heroes of Noise, just come on down to Patreon.com slash Heroes of Noise. <laughs> Drop us some, you- some dimes, some dollars, something like that. We're going to give you a show.
0: Are you still going to go see Alanis? No. I mean. We don't talk about that show anymore. Steve. Okay. I'm, I'm just saying. i it's she's. I saw. Anyway, we'll wait to watch. I love her as a person. Yeah. I will say that. Yeah. As a person. Anyway, we'll talk about it. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I don't
1: know. Like, you know, that Ooh. there's. You know, the thing is with that is that I think that I was really gung ho about going to see that again, nostalgia, but. Concerts were coming back. You know what I mean? And I just ah. want I'm I'm dying to get some live music. And now that the live music is coming, I have several shows that are lined up and I'm uh I'm You're a thinking. little concerned. i <laughs> I'm
0: a little bit concerned. Well, I'm not concerned about like uh if I go see Erica and if I go see Diggable.
1: Uh-huh. Are you going to Diggable? You better not go without me, dude. I'm the one told you about that.
0: Well, the thing is I have to find out, uh like through cause when certain things happen in the and and where we work. Mm-hmm. Uh, with with uh, COVID, they stop approving time off. Remember that they stop. They start being like, "No, everyone needs to be here at this point." So, in I know in my department, they stopped approving time off. You can never leave. Exactly, dude. It's like the Hotel California, <laughs> um, but uh, but better.
1: Um, <laughs> Except you don't smell colitas when you're walking through the hall. S- smell what? Colitas. What's that? It's like the big colas, like cola buds, like big big. Marijuana buds that are like colitas. Yeah,
0: I've never Colitis. heard of
1: that. It's, it's just the way it is, Steve. I didn't make well, it look up.
0: Look at you, man! Look at you, knowing all these amazing words for stuff.
1: He's on a dark desert highway. Cool wind in his hair. Warm smell of colitas rising. Is up that neck. what he's saying? Now, mm-hmm, but here's the thing: uh, weed doesn't grow in the desert. So fuck off, Don Henley. You're making up
0: a. You're, you're lying right now. Also, they have no business being close to Michael Jackson zero business zero business
1: i'm kind of done with talking about the eagles steve
0: oh there's too much other stuff to talk about like what uh, not woodstock like um anyway anyway back to the um the stained guy because i did want to talk about him mm-hmm. were you Aaron a stain Lewis. fan i
1: liked their first album okay really? i really do think that he has a great voice
0: what other songs other than it's been a while
1: uh let's see if I'm I'm going to tell you a bunch of songs, you're not going to know what they are.
0: I understand, but for the listener, they know. I'm sure that they'll stink. be like, "Oh yeah, they did that."
1: I mean, I'll pull it up. I'm not saying like, "Oh, I love this track on this album," but like, they do have hits, so of course they have. It's been a while. Uh, let's see what else we can give them. I'm not going to play, it, calling it that. I refuse to take the chance of playing it on our show and then like having this take a chance on me, take a chance on me. A <laughs> <it>, <laughs> little Abba, little Abba for you, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> you might like that little Swedish. <laughs> well, they're Swedish, right? I thought they were Norwegian. I think they were Swedish dynamos, not Norwegian dynamos. All right, or let's Swiss. See. So it's been a while. Yes, that's but, uh, not Swedish, I think. Pretty sure it's Swedish. So, um, okay, it's been a while. You know that song. Uh-huh. Outside. I'm on the outside. Hey, side. I know that song. Sorry to sing it, but that's... that's I
0: cool. know that song. Um,
1: So Far Away is another one. Uh, let's see. It's got a waltz beat to it.
0: I'm surprised I knew another song from them. I don't. Never I, I you know that.
1: what I, I can't think of how it goes right now. And then they have another one. Their first album. This is when you can kind of like pinpoint the time that this album came out. Now I don't know if you remember this or not. Oh, let's see. When did it come out? Yeah, ninety nine. Perfect. Remember back in the late nineties uh-huh. when um, let's see who else was popular like Stone Temple Pilots uh-huh. and stuff like that. And all these cats were wearing like uh, I've got a. a
0: a work shirt on. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, oh, for like, sure, dude. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Like, uh-huh. like, I work in a gas station. Check me out. That kind of shirt. I uh, saw a lot of those in the documentary we're going to be talking about. Yeah. That,
1: well, perfect timing because it was 1999. Yeah. It's just a fashion thing, but that's that time. Is right
0: that now. when Carhartt got popular?
1: Carhartt. Maybe. It would have been a perfect time, but I think it was more Dickies.
0: Uh, oh, yeah. But then again, Dickies. we. Well, Dickies were popular with Chronic.
1: Yeah. But I think that they kind of carried over. It could have been Into- Carhartt. I don't know. I have some Carhartt scrubs. I, of course you do. I know. I could They're have very sturdy. That. They're very sturdy work scrubs. Are they? They are.
0: They really are. Okay. You should have got Dickies. And made sure to iron them so the crease is there. Dickies is weak, man. It's all about figs. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I think- People that are uh, in
1: medical get that.
0: I think the big I think the the unfortunate thing about that, I, I don't even know if he really believes what he's singing. Who knows? Maybe he does. I do.
1: Indeed. I've seen him go up because, like I said, I enjoyed his voice and he he did a lot of uh, these tours. Not a lot of them, but he did these tours where he would basically just sit down, play some of his original songs, acoustic, and he would play other people's songs. So he did a lot of like Alice in Chains and stuff like that. I like Alison Chains, and like it's I said, I think his name, voice is—I think his voice is fantastic. I will give him that. I really do think he has a fantastic voice. But then I started hearing his uh, in-between song oh, rants, boy. and
0: I'm like, yeah. oh,
1: oh, that's why that flags behind
0: him. You uh-huh. know? Yeah, that's unfortunate because uh, you know what it does? It it makes me wonder, oddly enough, how rough Darius Rucker had it because he was right in that groove. As a dude in a band that was probably frequenting these weirdos. So I was wondering, you know, because he was the he was the only guy, he was the only uh brother in that crew, in mm-hmm. the crew of all those people. So it's just like, I bet he has stories to tell. Cause I would have never known some of these guys. I'm like, oh, maybe they all are like, hey, free love. But little did I know. Oh no, 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 no. Not a lot of them were that a lot of them were probably the only really when I was watching that doc, the only thing that um, and in general, movement music always ages well. You know, you look at uh, uh what's my brother's names? Uh, Rage Against the Machine, their music ages well because it's movement music. Right. And the movement never ends. So Are you we listen to what they this? say. Are
1: you cheating right now, Steve? Are we talking about I'm not what like- I'm saying is
0: like the the when you when you listen to like a, oh, you know what? I, I'm not gonna say them because you know what? The only reason I was gonna say sublime is because they're talking about them a lot. But that first album was really good. So their their music ages well, too. Here's a uh, a hot take for
1: you. What? Sublime. Totally fucking overrated. Huh. Just saying.
0: Why would you say that? I
1: just think they are. I think that their music, uh, in my opinion, has an expiration date. And suddenly it's like, "Eh, okay, I I got it. Do
0: you think without them there is a, uh, there's like the, you know, Gwen Stefani?
1: Yeah, because, excuse me, because Big, like No Doubt was a ska-based band. Yes, sublime had elements of ska in it and i think that and they, they were kind all, of
0: opened the they're like oh this can be hugely popular
1: yeah and it just so happens that a lot of those bands at that time that were coming out like that were all from the same you know the same hood basically <laughs> yeah, they all totally. they all hung out together they all, all of them collaborated and stuff like that mm-hmm. so yeah i mean i'm sure that uh bradley knowles did he's he was a talented guy he had a great voice and he had some really like cool lyrics and stuff like that but then he had also a lot of trash lyrics too and i just think he's a I think that that sublime album, the one that everyone knows with Santeria and all that stuff on it, it had its time. But personally, I think it's a bit of a, uh, I'm going to piss somebody off. I know it, but I just think it's a, there's an expiration date on the, on the coolness of that album.
0: I think it's fair. I I just think here, I think that um, I wouldn't say that it didn't age. Well, I think if you liked it, then you like it now. It comes on the radio
1: and I don't, I don't change. Exactly.
0: Some of those groups you listen like people would like them then. And they listen now and they'll be like, it's nostalgia-wise, it's great, but ugh, Like I could see why people did not like this music. They don't it doesn't seem like they have that thing, but a lot of those groups just don't it doesn't carry over. And, and it's tough to movement music always carries over. So if folks, write about something. If you're gonna write about a thing, write about movements. Cause man, listen, uh with Air that dude Aaron, whatever his name is. Aaron Lewis. When you got your own record company coming in, defending you, being like, yeah, we love what he's," said. I'm like, Jesus, what is- He's a patriot. To? Yes, he's a patriot, and there's a lot of people wanting to hear his side of the- I'm like, oh, jeez. Where our- do you think he
1: stands on the vaccine? <laughs> <laughs> have you seen them tweets that have been going up, bro, where it's like, like, <laughs> put the vaccine in Mountain Dew. <laughs> Dude. Put the Dude. vaccine in Velveeta cheese. <laughs> I shouldn't think it's that funny, but it is. That actually is really funny. But the vaccine and Vandercam fish sticks. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I think I find it really like more funny funny. than some. But I I, those are just entertaining the shit out of me right now.
0: Are you gonna Are you gonna get a booster?
1: Fucking a, I am.
0: I don't think we're gonna need one.
1: I think we are. Honestly, man, like the you know we won't spend too much COVID time here, but uh, the numbers are starting to increase. I'm seeing it in the hospital. I'm talking to the nurses. What's the situation like on the floor? Oh, now we've got. Yesterday we had two, but now we have six. You know, it's happening. Six is not a big number. There's not even there's not even two digits in it, but it is coming, ladies and gentlemen. I promise you, it's coming.
0: Why Uh, are you killing my? I'm all gloom
1: and doom. I know. I'm sorry, but it's real.
0: Because now, well, diggable has to happen, bro. Dude, I don't know if they're going to go out again. If they don't make money on this tour, why yeah. do it again? Okay. Check this out. August 27th.
1: I am going to Gail and I are going to go to Los Angeles and we're going to go see Koheed, right? Which is fine. And I'm happy about it and everything. But I've seen them a bunch of times, but the thing is, is that the night before there's a chance, a very good chance, but I, it just depends on whether or not we can actually, uh, like she can get the day off. Um, I have been offered some possible Foo Fighters tickets at the forum. In Los oh, Angeles dude. as well. I really want to go, dude. <laughs> That's a <laughs> you lot of really, people Jay. really want to go. That but, is a um, lot of.
0: Oh wait, don't don't they require a vaccination card though? Do they? they Think said about how they long do? that shit would take. dude. Oh, hold on, let me find it. I would, Bruh, I have a feeling if anyone's gonna do it, it's gonna be him. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I hope they do, and I've got mine ready to go. Oh, but, but gee, can you just torn- imagine
1: though? Can you imagine the um, the line? Well, the line, of course, but how long the line will take cuz there's gonna be some fuckhead that's like yeah you know Gotta doing that their thing G- like just go to reddit and look at like a uh, public freak you'll see what I'm talking about
0: and also some of it might be faded like there you're going to be able to, you won't be able to see their name and the person will be like, it's me i swear they're like yeah we can't see i had it, Here, it in it's my it's gym you. in my gym pocket exact and, and my thing is also didn't they just put out a new album uh yeah they actually haven't toured it yet though. It's been out. I, for, that's my work. Are year, you are you okay with them touring the new stuff? And yeah, not, because
1: they okay. they play like three hour shows, dude. They're gonna All play right. everything. Okay, they're even playing some of that DG shit, which I' telling you is gonna sound. It's gonna be fun live. I already expressed how I feel about it. There we go. <laughs> you know, in the studio, but it's gonna be fun yeah. live. But I've seen the set
0: list already. When I went to uh, Paul McCartney, he he every time he did a new song, he said. The pro- I have to do this. The My team said I have to do these songs. I'm like, oh, he doesn't even really, he wants to do, he, he wants knows, to do the he old He knows stuff. no one's there to hear the new shit. Yeah, he's just like, look, guys, I'm sorry, but I have to do this. I have to do a few new songs. So he did like three, and then yeah. he's like, all right, let's do, let's, let's get back to
1: this. I remember Gail and I took my mom to see Lionel Richie at the Hollywood Bowl, and it was, I forgot the name of the tour, but it was basically Lionel Plays the Hits. And he opened up with a new one. And I just remember like sitting there and I'm like, oh, this is bad. I, I, I didn't want to look at my mom, but I finally go, fuck it. I'm gonna look and see what my mom does. I look at my mom and she's like leaning over. Cause she's like two people to my right looking at me like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> it was
0: funny, you know, man. I don't want to hear this new, I don't want to hear hyphy Lionel. Yeah. I want to, uh, <laughs> but he, he has some of the best interviews when he talks about like what he looks for in a musician. It's so good, man. He dude. That's when you know you've been in the game for a long time. <laughs> Steve, what are yes, your thoughts amazing. on Penny Lover? What's Penny Lover?
1: Come on, G.
0: Lionel Richie, Penny Lover. Never heard it. God damn it! I don't believe that for a second. Mind you, I'm not a I'm not a Lionel person, dude. Uh, ballerina girl.
1: Ba- oh Jesus! I'm just knowing out some songs from that era. No, that
0: da- no. no. Uh,
1: let's see what else. Like, what did you think of the of the um, the album Dancing on the Ceiling?
0: I did not like that song.
1: Yeah, it's pretty bad, wasn't
0: it? I didn't even like. It was so um, immensely popular back then, though. I do not like. sit on down the line. Oh, okay, Jesus. you can go
1: fuck yourself, Steve. No, no. Uh, I'm sorry. I know that's Gee, harsh.
0: It's a terrible. That's just so country. It's and, a like, country Jesus. song for
1: sure. Ugh. <laughs> Come on, man. I know it's a shame, but I'm giving you back your name. Yeah, Jeez. yeah. That's good shit cool. right there. Is it really? Damn. Cause I'll be on my way. There's no music. It's going to sound really stupid. No, I refuse. Sorry, grew up on it. I'm going to strongly disagree
0: with you. I get it, but there's a... (laughs) How about... uh,
1: How about... um... Oh, I don't even know the name of that song, but it's a great song, and I'm not going to sing it, so never mind. I I will
0: take that out of the conversation. I wonder if, like, Lionel has a super black fan base. Hmm. He doesn't smell like it. He smells like... Like, I know the Commodores would... But Lionel proper?
1: No. I saw the crowd when I went to the concert. Uh-huh. And there was lots of wine and cheese. Uh-huh. If I'm being real.
0: I know. That's Lionel's. That's okay. I, mean, when, I
1: enjoyed the hell out of myself. Great show.
0: I, yeah. He wrote songs for, you know, Kitty. He has to kind of. And I imagine. Who he, I also he love, up, by the way. Of course. And I imagine he grew up listening to country music. Like he's a person that sounds like his parents played a lot of country music. Probably. And he And he just tried to do as black as he could in the Commodores. You know what I think? Hmm. I think I am a bit of
1: a country fan when it comes to like that old shit. You know, just the, the, some of the lyrics and stuff. But before it started getting into the whole, and I'm going to be so like, I need a little mud on the tires, you know, when oh, that Jesus, kind of shit. Yeah. like when they were just singing about love and stuff. There are a few songs I actually really enjoy, man. Mickey Gilley. Mickey Gilley was good. Did you ever see urban cowboy? You probably didn't see urban cowboy. No, I, I didn't imagine you watching that movie at all. No, I
0: think about it. There's only one. There's only one looking uh, for love in all the wrong places. Hey, you know what I do, but that, I only liked that because of Eddie Murphy.
1: I liked it because of the joke I heard when I was a kid. Go for it. Which was, but well, you already heard the punchline. But it's why did the cowboy have shit on his mustache? Because he was oh, looking for love and all the wrong things. That's actually way, really. Smart.
0: So. That's a funny joke. G. Thank you. That's it was really bad. funny when
1: I was like seven. It's
0: not as funny. Anymore. Still no, it's still funny. Thanks. Yeah, I really. I, I mean, you I, laughed I clearly. I, I think that that's a funny. That's clever. I would have laughed like crazy if I didn't know the punchline. That's pretty good. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I didn't make. But it. yeah, country. There, I think the only person that I was like, "Oh, I get it." Two people But I'm like, "Oh, I get it." Was um, Shania Twain. Oof. And Homeboy. <laughs> oh, I
1: love Homeboy. His third album, fantastic.
0: Who's Homeboy? I think he's got
1: the Baby on it.
0: It's his name. Like the most famous guy that's ever done country.
1: The most famous Oh, Garth Brooks?
0: Yeah. Those those and mind you, I didn't like their music. I saw the stage show. Garth and I said, is the oh. shit. As a human
1: being, Garth Brooks is the shit, dude.
0: Yes. And his stage show is like a legit. And is he country? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Gotta you tell you, I've said up? it
1: before, I won't spend time on it. I'm telling you, this motherfucker puts on a fantastic concert.
0: Would you say him or
1: pink? Um, it's completely different, G. It's completely different. But I will say that the the um the crowd response is pretty much equivalent. No lie, dude. I'm I'm not kidding. Like, I will go on you know how many concerts I've been to. Oh, for sure. I will put that shit on paper that Garth Brooks was by far one of the best concerts I've ever been to. That's as far one. as the vibe, yeah. his um you know, reacting with the crowd, interacting with the crowd rather, and just the feeling you get. Like I said, I, I didn't even know half the songs. Were, oh, I know this one. I kind of know it a little bit. I've heard it before, but that was it. I enjoyed myself so much. Gail and I, Gail too, and she hates country music. And we both agreed, like, we would go see him again.
0: Now, do you think we're ever going to get the likes of a Michael Jackson again? Oh, I hope not. I mean, like, no. talent wise? Like, as far as like insane crowds. You already have them, dude. BTS. I don't think so.
1: I think so. No, I think I've it's seen not the crowd as a uh, matter of fact, I was just talking about this. Um, it's weird. I'm over here like, don't talk about Michael Jackson. I literally had this conversation, I think, last night. <laughs> Is that? Uh, ooh, sorry about that. It's that. OK, you get that Michael Jackson Beatles type of response with their fan base, but their fan base isn't as like widespread. You know what I mean? It's still kind of like. Uh, it's in its little K-pop world. Versus it being like, I mean, get you know, they're on the radio and stuff like that. But I just don't think that they're going to have that full on crossover Mm -hmm. that Michael Jackson.
0: There was, was remember that time? There was a time where it's also no MTV anymore. Godlike, like Like, he was a god figure. Like, and I think a lot, like I think that we will get that again. But it's going to have to be a singular person. We're going to have to get an Elvis, a Michael. It's going to have to be one singular individual that like doesn't go on social media. And the only time you see them is on stage. That's it. And then they disappear. That's all. That, that person is going to come by. Um, but it's going to. I don't know if it's going to be in our, gener- in, in our lifetime. Though. I just but think that, that it's kind happen.
1: of already out there. But it's just different. It's watered down. Because again we do not have MTV. MTV was this driving force that. Would much like the radio will just put these things on repeat and beat them into your head to where you end up liking them. You know, you know how the video goes. You can hear the song. and am like, oh, this is what they're dancing to in the video or whatever. You know, what I mean, like that is gone. You still get videos that are put out on YouTube, as you know, but it's not the same. You don't have people sitting around their televisions like it's like a Thursday night NBC or something watching MTV, which was totally the case back then. I don't know about you, but oh.
0: for me, it was. It, oh, for sure. Like I think we watched. Um uh Obviously, my you know we watched, and it's the same thing. BET, you know, and Michael was yeah. all over BET. He was he was everything on BET. But we also had like the deal, you know. What I'm saying we'd have people like that. Where it's like, like for me, Anita Baker was like a superstar. So to find out outside of that, she is a star. But like for me, I was like, oh, she's like a Michael Jackson
1: because you're watching it on that particular.
0: Yeah, it was always right. there. The Rapture was always on. I was like, oh, everybody knows that song. And a lot of people do, you know, when you got someone like, you know, people that I would not expect to know that song. So, yeah, man, again, again, I I think we will get that. And, but like you said, it's going to take, maybe it's going to take an MTV sort of thing to make someone that, I mean, because we- I'm surprised they're not
1: bringing, like, why, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, Steve, but I'm just, why are they not marketing that? Like, people still like music videos, Right. Um, Personally, because, I, I mean, maybe it's because of my age and and how I grew up and the affection I had towards the original version of MTV. But it
0: seems to me like like people still like they're still making videos, right? Yeah, but what what when you have YouTube, you don't need to wait for a video to come on. You can See, just go to again. YouTube this is this play.
1: douchey generation. Not I'm talking about kids or or people younger than us or anything. I'm just talking about the times where it's like everything is instant gratification now. And it takes away from that. So there's lots of factors to think about. You know, like we may not ever get that again if they can't put this into a closed um, entity like something like MTV, where that's primarily where this you're watching this material. I don't think they're ever going to get that because it's just people getting it when they can versus like, hey, tune in Thursday night for this big premiere. There's not people that are, you know, on air personalities that are giving you fun facts about this band. You're not you don't have a Kurt Loader. I'm Kurt Loder. This is MTV News. You don't have any of that shit anymore, so it kind of takes the, you know, like we're always going to love music, but it sort of takes
0: that uh, that allure away. Oh, for sure, dude. That, you know? Not that you you make a great point. Yeah, I think th- I think unfortunately it's going to be. This may be, I mean, until we, you know, shake this mortal quarrel, we're going to be in this music landscape. It's what it is. We're just gonna have to search for our own music. That's it or live in the past that's life uh, but one day in the future if covid does not wipe out the entire world we will get new music and even if it does we'll evolve again and perhaps we'll make beautiful beautiful music next time around yes the next generation of human beings that would be fantastic dude i think it needs a reset though and just do you take think away we're gonna capitalism
1: die, as far as what do you think we're all gonna die you think this is gonna get us
0: if it's not this one, it's another one. Viruses are just too good. They won. It's either gonna be a viruses or a parasite. It's over. They have spent billions of years learning how to destroy a thing, and they're better at destroying than we are at surviving. We're only we only have 250 K in. They have billions. <laughs>
1: I like the way this conversation is going, but we actually have stuff to talk about. But real quick, yes. I just want to ask you a question. Uh-huh. Like if the world you knew, the world was going to come to a violent end where all of humanity is going to be wiped out. Right. There's no getting around it. Yes. Would you rather have it in the form of a pandemic situation or would you rather have something kind of cool like a like a alien invasion where we're all like vaporized and shit? If
0: you had to make the choice. Oh, alien invasion. I think so, too. Why not? Yeah. Right. If we're going to go out, let's go out in style. Yeah. I Because I would understand. I, they'd come and they'd be like, You've been destroying this amazing planet. I'd be like, Oh, what we're What the fuck totally. took you guys so long? Exactly. I'm like, Yeah, dude, you should have saved this planet a long time ago. They're like, Oh, you've only been here for a split second in this grand scheme
1: of things. <laughs> like, oh, that's true. I don't speak Marzanese or anything, but if you can understand me, can I just watch you take out a few of my favorite select people first and then you can have me, please?
0: Listen, do you understand the list I'd have? Oh, it would be so fun. We would walk together. I'd be like, Can I wear one of your robes?
1: I will really try to learn your language. I will speak beeps and boops, but I just want to watch
0: this. I, mean, I think you know, I could win them over. I think I could win a, I think I, I could win If a, anybody a can Marvel.
1: win someone over, Steve, even a Martian. Oh, I, oh aren't you Steve Hudson? <laughs> and then they'll be like... But the underneath, you're going to see, like, the subtitle. And it's like, this motherfucker speaks
0: in hyperbole way too much. <laughs> I do. You're right. Oh, you know, Oh, real quick, before we get into things. Uh, so yeah. this, um, this week has been... Uh, Certain days this week, um crew has been leaving me in charge of the gym while he goes and handles something and comes back. Uh-huh. And we're all sparring. And there's a kid that <laughs> I love this. I love the music. There's a kid that uh he wants to fight, right? He's ready for his first fight ever. He's been he's been sparring for like 3 months. And I was like, okay kid he's like 19 it's amazing how I'm just like why am I even talking to you when I'm the same age as your parents but anyway and so yesterday he's sparring <laughs> he's sparring and handling business and he's going and he's going and him and I are sparring and I give him a jab and his nose starts bleeding which is Steve, what, are, what are you going to do Come on! and so I was like hey after I didn't tell him until after the, the round was over and I was like, hey, man, you got to go wash up. So he goes, washes up. And he gets back into the ring with another guy. And him, me and this other guy are talking while he's in the ring. And we just happen to look over. And we see him. You never duck forward. It's a rule. You always either slip the punch or lean back to duck, uh, you know, to duck whatever you need to do. And he leans forward at the same time as the guy is kicking up. Ooh. And blood goes everywhere. Ooh. Damn, everywhere. Boosh. And we look at him and he's kind of has his hand over his nose and blood is just gushing.
1: You break his nose.
0: He thinks it's no big deal. So I'm wiping. We're wiping blood off of everything. And then after we all clean up all the blood, he's like, Hey, I can move the bridge of my nose. Ooh. <laughs> and I tell him, I was like, that's not a normal thing. He's like, yeah, I had to move it back in place, sort of. I said, you need to go to the doctor now. Like, at this very second. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he stayed there and talked with us for a while. But the whole time, I'm thinking, hey, dude, go. You need to go. Like, go, go. And I'll clean up the rest of the, because there's blood all over the bathroom and all that crap. And uh, so he leaves. And he still wants to fight this next week. And I'm like, you know what? Say what you will about 19-year-olds, G., you gotta give him an A for effort.
1: Yeah, he's young, dumb, and full of cum. What are you talking about? Is that what it is? I think so. Nah, because I would have been out. <laughs> that's it. I'd be out too. Like that's it. Sorry. No. <laughs> let
0: me know how. No your, let me know when your tournament is, and I will go and watch. <laughs> but shit. he's still gotta go be do it. He's still going to do the tournament. He's like, I just gotta, you know, protect myself. I'm here's like, a, man. here's a question for you, Steve. <sighs> yes. And I'm
1: not taking away from what you do, but how long have you been doing this? Three months. How the hell are you
0: three months in and you're running the class? (laughs) I'm not running the class. I just, he gives me the key and he's like, I'll be right back. After the class is over and he'll come. I think there's only been one time where he's like, Steve, come, come, come. And he tells me, he's like, I need you to do this, 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 and this with them. I have to go take my friends to the airport. And I'm like, okay. Hmm. Because Because I I have allowed you, Steve. yeah. I'm just, and I'm allowed. You know what? Your voice does carry though. It carries, dude. It carries, and we have he. I stay with him, and we talk for like two hours after class about his fights, and you know he'll teach me certain things. And I just think that you know.
1: Oh, okay, I understand. He's like your, uh, he's kind of like your Yoda.
0: He's like a no question. He is definitely a mentor. He's definitely a mentor. You know, like you know when you fought three hundred times in a cage, you're like, dude. You, I mean, anything that you tell me, I'm going to take into consideration. The other day, he's like, your kicks are trash. Like, he held the pads for me. And he's like, come on, power, power, power. And after he was done, he threw the pads down. He's like, you kicked, like, trash. <laughs> exact words? He so was disappointed. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, not those exact words. Like, this is he was a really was just, hip dude. He's like, he has, like, he has an accent, so he said something else. But I imagine in the language, it was, like, just garbage. And so afterwards, he's like, he kind of pulled me aside and it was like, man, you, 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 he just, you know, he's like, I expect you to be kicking better now. Let's go. You have bigger legs, kick. And so he sat with me, but yeah, he's the only one that can get away with just being like, dude, your kicks, I could just hold one pad and it wouldn't do anything to me. And so he, I held the pad and he kicked me. I was like, oh, (laughs) now I got you. You should do this for a living yeah uh, you should, should be your to do this <laughs> <laughs> i went flying uh into the 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 wall he's like that he was like Oysha! and he's like boom he's like that's what i want to see i want to see you do this huh
1: i have to ask right now i'm sorry i'm really not trying to cut you off but i do have to ask this question before i forget it is that your um is that your noise bro
0: um if i'm doing uh, if I hit somebody or like if I'm having fun with someone and say someone's not, mm-hmm. um, they don't like sparring. Mm-hmm. I'll do, hey, when they hit me, I'll be like, hey, like make them, hey, come on, hit me. Hey, and they're like, okay. And they'll start smiling and like have fun. And I'll tap them on the leg. Hey. and So it's the same sound.
1: You make the same sound as when you recognize someone in a movie. Bingo.
0: <laughs> That's uh, so that they know we're in here not trying to win. Yeah. We're having fun. Now if I'm if we're going back and forth, um uh if we're going back and forth as someone I know I'll either go if I do a point I'll be like ooh wee ooh wee like if we if I kick someone and it lands I'll be like ooh wee. So it's like you're seeing a nice piece of ass or some good weed. There we go. I, I don't it. think I'd that. Hey, say can I that. ask a no. question? No. Uh. Uh-huh.
1: Can I make a request? This yeah. is not a mockery. I'm dead serious when I say this. Would you be able I know you would. It's just a matter of, of whether or not you're willing to. Would you be willing to step away from the microphone? I don't know, five feet or so. Throw a couple of punches. Let me hear your, your, your uh, legit sounds. Okay. Hold okay, on.
0: hold on. Hold on. I don't even know what I do. Hold on. Hold on. Ah, here we go. I'm, I'm about to do a jab. Pusha, pusha. Yeah. That's
1: what I... There it is. Did you hear that, ladies and gentlemen? Steve Muay Thai Hudson, right there with the Ushas,
0: the Uis, and the As. Yes, for your listening pleasure. And, You're welcome. And the thing is, I like I told Crew, he's like, you could. Well, he knows that I watch Muay Thai a lot, like sparring. And he's like, you should watch this person, this person, this person. I'm like, nope, I only watch you. Like I got that noise from him. Like I fight the way Crew fights, and if that's why, if I do something wrong, he'll pull me aside and said, "Who taught you that? Who are you watching that? I didn't teach you that. Who taught you that? Like that's not good." That's not how we do it. He, he's very you know, serious. And uh, a few legends came into the gym that were just sitting there. Some of the, like literally the best Muay Thai fighter that has ever walked the earth was in our gym. And a friend of his just walked up to me. and He's like, hey, step by step, I see what you're doing, but you make sure you're not going ahead of the game or bef- you do what you do and then perfect that thing. And then go to the next thing and perfect that thing and then go to the and perfect that. Do not skip a, don't skip a a, a, a ring. Just keep perfecting when you're in that, when you're in that sparring session, because sparring teaches you a lot about yourself. It teaches you, you know, have you ever been hit before? What does that mean? You know, are you scared of being hit? Do you know how to learn someone else's, uh, are you willing to get hit to learn someone else's process of fighting? And then slowly wait till the third round when they're gassed out. Can you do that chess game? And then lay into them. It's just like you learn so much doing Muay Thai that I would recommend everyone doing it because in Muay Thai, you can't think of being in your head because there's a foot coming toward your head and you have to be focused. There is no work. Oh man, I got to think about my child. Oh, I got to think. No, you are in. You get you distracted. Are you get ended. And bing, that's it. You have to be totally focused to the point of you'll leave the gym and think, I have not thought about anything else for the last hour and a half except for this thing. And, you know, before, you know, during the workout, you're so concentrated on surviving the workout that you can only focus on the work. That's it. That is it. And that's why I recommend people doing it that are in their heads all the time. Be like, you can't be. Trying to say, you can't be because if he smells it on you, he'll kick you in the back of the leg. If you're kind of giving not your all, he'll walk up behind you, be like Oisha, and give you a good to be like, come on, focus, let's you go. Need, yeah, you don't need that. Who needs that? <laughs> you want to get Oisha <laughs> like that? Come on, pay attention, oh, yeah. dude. His his freaking. But yeah, I, I, I've I've the whole breaking of the. At nineteen, if I would have got my nose broken or fractured and then kept moving forward, what does that also teach me about the rest of my life? That's what I thought about Cameron. Oh, his name's Cameron. I was like, that's what I thought. I'm like, but this is going to translate to life for him. Like he's done this now. And he's going to be like, when he wants to give up one day, he's not going to have the same give up level as a lot of people do. Be like, yeah, I, I fight every day. We spar every day with people bigger than me. This is not going to beat me. Let's move forward. This isn't going to get me. And I, w- I wish I would have had this at, not, at uh, you know, super duper early in life nine and 10 years old, where now, you know, things that you thought you couldn't handle, your body isn't in that, your your brain's different. I can handle this. Why? Because I fight every day. That's why. I know how it is to dodge a punch that if it would have connected, it would have dizzied me, but it didn't because I knew it was coming because I know that that's how he fights. I learned it. And I was like, dude, it's just different, man. I would recommend everybody doing it. man. Simply
1: put, all he's trying to really say is, a man, and a man's got to learn to Speaker Steve, just like throwing try punches, going, ooh shit! To Listen to this, Steve. Itself,
0: try and you
1: this is all about you, right here. You one, you hey Steve, you know what I think? Gonna ever keep you
0: down. Steve Hudson, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Oh I, I oh and I'm gonna. Uh, he has. I talked about you to oh, no crew, and he's like, bring him in for free. He's like, hey, he'll have a free day. See if he's he speaking my language. A free ass beating? Come on. Well, no, you wouldn't. He wouldn't have. You only spar if you want to. He's like, just you got it. But you, you, you. It's not that you have to make it through the whole workout. He wants to see that you gave 100 percent for the whole hour. I think the hardest thing for people are, oddly enough. Yeah, we do uh two rounds of just straight jump rope. And that really and then you have to do two rounds of just running around like you run, 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 run. He's like, but that really jump rope and wears people out, dog. You know. My situation
1: would be like, you try to be best, but you're throwing
0: a kick and you're putting out your fucking back. I keep forgetting about that dude. There's another guy with back problems there too. Um, and he he uh um, he's doing, I mean, ever since he, oddly enough, as he's losing weight, the back problem for him has gotten like a million well, sure. times better. Of course. It's just like, he's like, I feel it, but not like, uh, yeah. I mean, I can even tell, I have a
1: little weight I can stand to lose, but I can even tell you take off like five pounds. I can tell the difference on my back.
0: I tell you at the job, they thought I had cancer. Jesus. Bunch of. Bunch of real optimists you work with there, huh? I was like, or I could just be losing weight. They're like, no. Oh, because of how was. thin you've gotten? Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. 30. Dude, I mean, listen, I'll be real with you. It's not a, a knock or anything like that. But I hadn't seen you for a long time physically. And when I saw I'm like, ooh, gee, you've lost, I lost a, lot a lot of weight. Dude. How much weight do yeah. you think you've lost? 40 pounds?
0: Um, well, I think 40 the, pounds. Um, It is officially 20. Um, oh,
1: come on, dude. That's you've lost way says. more than that.
0: I think it's turned like uh, well when I first met you, I
1: guarantee you've lost at least 40 pounds.
0: Well, from there. Yeah, from there. But that was when I was still on protein and everything. I started kind of weaning off that. And now you just now it's. um I, you know, when I, I'm doing a lot of like the weight thing. I still do weights, but, you know, I was instructed. He's like, make sure that you are only doing pull ups for your arms. He's like, because let me tell you, pull ups are. I was like, pull-ups, man, let, bro, I could do four. I said, I can only do four pull-ups. I thought I was stronger than a mother. He's like, no, man, pulling up your body is a different, it's a different beast altogether. And then those wide grips. So I'm not strong underweight. Like if you put a bench, if I, if I go under the bench, I'm probably doing 185. I'm just, that's where I'm ending. Whereas before I was doing like 250. Now it's just way down. You look you look very thin. I know you're healthy. I know it because I know you, yeah. but you do look uh, I can see their point. I'll say that. Oh, no question, dude. It's just I I think now it's, it's fun to know that, you know, you could break some ribs. Isn't it funny when we work our hardest to get to a
1: certain point, people say shit like that? Because I remember that was a long time ago, but I was like training for a triathlon. I was physically fit. I was like mostly muscle. And I was running like six miles a day every single day. Jesus. And I felt fantastic, dude. But people are like,
0: ooh, are you okay? <laughs> yeah, that's that? what they say. Let me tell you why. I'm never the, better,
1: but thanks for the compliment.
0: They don't, it's so not normal to get often, sometimes not normally get in shape that it's, it's, you must be sick to get into. And the thing is shape is different for everyone. I know people that are uh, thicker people that are just, they can out, they can outrun me all day, every day. You know what I'm saying? So so uh, being fit is totally relative. I know uh uh Recently, there's been a a few women in uh, Muay Thai. Let me tell you something, man. They're kicks, bro. Let me tell you something, man. It's something about a woman's. I I just, I don't, maybe extra strength. (laughs) But even if they're a beginner, I'm like, come on, give it your all. I'm like, Jesus, are you kicking your husband in your head? Is that what's happening right here? I think women have a lot to like channel.
1: You know what I'm saying? In the world oh, we no, live in, no I question. think there's a lot for them to channel where they can just put down some serious beatdowns.
0: They're really, uh, especially like in, in, uh, when they're sparring, they're just, they're so, uh, technical. Everything that they learn that day, where the dudes get in there and they start doing wild stuff that, like, we've not, what do you do? Well, you're just fighting now. Whereas the, the women, the few that I've sparred with in there for fun, you know, they're technical. They're like, what we're going to do is what we learned today the push kick, the kick, and the jab. I'm like, that makes total sense. Exercise what you did today and get it into your brain. It's so logical. But then we get in there and be like, all right, let's go. I'm like, yeah, dude, maybe we should practice what we did today. I think these women are
1: like, they're envisioning like their manager. Oh, dude. You know, the, uh the fucking construction workers that they walked by that were like cat calling them and stuff like that. I mean, that would be my motivation. You in know?
0: Fresno. I don't know if we, uh... I'm just
1: given an example. Why oh, do you okay. have to get all local and
0: shit? Steve? But I'm going to get you got in got there the for joke.
1: A... Not the joke, gonna... but
0: the gist. <laughs> I'm going to get you in there, dude. For the, for a day. And, um, I'm not going to shy away. I'm not
1: afraid of martial arts. I've, you know, I've tried other things before. I've gone in being the only green person in the class and I have no problem.
0: Yeah. With that. I will try. You're going to have now. a fun time. I think the only thing is the uh, your shit, you're, sh- you're, you're, you're not shift. gonna get through the kicks. Your shins are gonna, you'll probably do uh, out of the 100, you'll, you'll get to 20. But that's a normal thing. That's a totally normal thing. Other than that,
1: I'll be that dude that throws the kick and like my whole tibia and fibula just breaks. Oh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck. That's a fine how do you do? I would try hard not to laugh at that. But it's like, that's the thing. You're gonna be
1: laughing at me and shit, you know? Oh,
0: no. I do, but I do that to everyone. Like if, if I if I lap someone running around the gym, I'll be like, come on, baby, and they'll speed up. I laugh at every, we, we, but we do it to each other. We'll, no, I'm we'll just be kidding like- with
1: you. I'm not all, like, sensitive about that. I, I've been in those kind of classes as the green guy far too often to be, like, all weird and, like, you know, if you go to the right class, the right group of people, they're going to embrace you. They're going to nurture you. If you go to the class and you have these toxic fucks that are, like,
0: making fun of you and all that, that's not the class for you. No.
1: Because and, you're just you, going to end up Cobra kai and
0: shit. You know what I mean? That's the thing. I remember I told I was like, crew, I wish I had your physique and I could fight as well as you. And he said, oh, well then just give up your life and fight in a cage in Thailand. Give up all those years and you will be right where I am. Yeah, that's awesome, Steve, that
1: you can just talk to somebody and be like, you know, I really wish I had your physique. You know, uh, recently I told someone, I won't say who, but I told someone, uh, they, they walked by me, they wore a bit too much fragrance as a guy. And I've re- I recognize the fragrance from back in the day. <laughs> it smelled kind of old. And I just go, hey, man, uh, w- what do you got on there? That smells familiar. And you would have think that I asked, uh, hey, can I suck your dick? It was the weirdest
0: thing. Well, that's your normal question. That's why I'm sure he thought. He's probably like, hey, where's the dick sucking, right? Yeah. yeah.
1: Now he you're using your, your nose.
0: I'm into it. You got <laughs> it. All right, Steve. We had
1: a little pause right there, but we're back now. Steve, do we have time to do any news or anything like that? Or should we just move along? There's, there's a couple of things I want to mention. <laughs> Let me start off with the, with the bad news, yeah. in my opinion. Uh-huh. And then um, I still want to get your, your take on something here real quick. Okay? <laughs> okay, so just go with it. Steve, really humor me, really. So, ladies and gentlemen, it. it's been a while. Welcome to Noise News. Let's talk about some celebrity deaths. Steve, are you familiar with the band Slipknot? I am. Joey Jordison was the original drummer of Slipknot, but this was several years ago. Now we're talking over five years ago and they have since he's since been replaced by, um, Oh God. What's my man's name. He's the drummer for, um, for Conan. No, oh. Max Weinstein. Uh, who, yeah. who was he for? Max Weinstein wasn't for Conan. Who was he
0: for? He was for, he was for Conan.
1: It was Conan. Okay. Yeah. It was I Conan. I do, but he's right.
0: also for the Eastry band.
1: Yes. I knew that, but I, I was speaking more of Conan anyway. That dude's a mannequin when he plays. His son is not, though, uh, but we're not here to talk about him. It's another Weinstein he plays for Slip, Not now, but Joey Jordison, the original drummer, recently passed. I'm not entirely sure what the deal is with that. I don't know if this is drug related, if it's natural, but we are now without Joey Jordison, who died at the age of
0: 46. Steve. That's young, bro. From what I'm reading, he had acute transverse myelitis. It said it progressed to the loss of the use of his left leg. Really? Yeah, and the neurological disease had be. Look who's doing the news now. Go for it, Steve. Fill me. He said the, the neurological disease had temporarily cost him the use of his, le- of his legs and caused him to be unable to play the drums before rehabilitation. It said 2016. He said he recovered with the age of medical help and intense work in the gym, but he died in his sleep at the age of 46. Acute myelitis, huh? I had never heard of that
1: before. Like osteomyelitis? Is that what it says? It said acute transverse myelitis. Oh, transverse myelitis. Well, myelitis is definitely an infection. Uh, that sucks, man. I don't know. I don't know how you get that. Because, I mean, little kids can get, like, I'm speaking about osteomyelitis. Little kids can get that.
0: Yeah, It said it's a neurological disease. Mm, interesting. Well, guy.
1: how am I doing for news today, ladies and gentlemen?
0: <laughs> I just want to say You me. are. No, no, no. I just want
1: to say goodbye to the guy. I didn't know all this other shit. But this guy right here. Fucking icon, Dusty Hill of ZZ Top, the bass player of ZZ Top, the guys with the big beards and shit, dead at seventy four. I loved ZZ Top, Steve. Yeah, dude, I've seen them before. They're fun. It's the what you what you see is what you get. You see these two old dudes with beards and the drummer behind them, but they knew how to put on a, a like a great show. And uh, it sucks. I mean, seventy four is obviously a little more realistic and um, understandable than forty six um dusty hill man an icon in rock and roll sucks that he's gone i'm bummed out
0: it well, it's very sad only because number one i've even though i didn't know him
1: mm-hmm.
0: or the group i knew his face because i had seen it growing up all the time dude
1: we well, saw part of it anyway that's
0: true i've never seen
1: him either. right <laughs> i don't
0: know what he looks like <laughs> that guy was alive
1: and clean shaven and walked right by me I wouldn't know. Let's say, you know, I want to see if I can find a dust. Yeah, try to find that non bearded. Oh, there he is. How's he look? Well, Steve, let's just say there's a reason he put the, he grew the beard. No, I'm just kidding. That's fucked up. No, he just looked like a normal guy. He looks like the pictures I'm seeing because he's had that beard forever. So we're looking at some pretty old pictures. It just looks like when, uh, when certain people like, will like, just look at like your dad in high school, hanging out with his homies. It's like that. <laughs> You know, there's like bell bottoms in these pictures is what I'm saying. Steve. It's been a long time.
0: Have you seen ZZ Top live? Yeah. Seen them three times, I think. She like purposely, or are they part of a festival?
1: Uh, once was purposely and twice. They were like, uh, I don't remember. I think it was part of like a festival. I think I saw them once at the fair and I'm like ZZ Top's playing at the Paul Theater. But the other time and last time I saw them was with my dad. I went with my dad to that concert. So maybe that's why another reason I really kind of hold on to them. It was them Absolutely. and the pretenders. Great show.
0: Oh, well, rest in peace, Dusty Hill.
1: Rest in peace, Dusty Hill. God damn it. Really, people got to stop dying on me, Steve. It's, it's uh, for real. Very inconvenient. But I, I want to talk about something else. Now, this is the, uh, <laughs> the last news topic. And um, I presented this to Steve prior to going on here. And I was, uh, I was uh, surprised. So let's, uh, we all know what's going on with uh, Scarlett Johansson and Black Widow. And if you don't, basically, Scarlett Johansson is now suing Disney which is a pretty ballsy move when you think about it. I mean, like you got to have some, you got to have some coin to be able to do this one because it's like a breach of contract situation where they actually, she was supposed to get, I think it was um, a a certain percentage of the box office, but because this actually went to the box office as well as streaming on Disney plus Disney was like, well, technicality. And uh, so you get your box office, but you're not going to get this Disney plus money, which of course she didn't feel right about. Uh, She is now, started a lawsuit with Disney and I'm very curious to see where this goes. And it's also kind of taking on a, it's, it's, it's becoming a bit of a monster, maybe not a monster just yet, maybe more of a creature because I do hear that um, Emma stone because of Cruella is possibly going to help with this endeavor too. Steve, what do you think about this?
0: I think that it is a total legitimate case mm-hmm. I just think she is a, I think Emma Stone and um, Emily Blunt are going to be a better representation for said case.
1: Okay, why?
0: Because she doesn't like ScarJo doesn't have the best uh, history, uh, especially regarding diversity and such. Her little comments. Um, People don't really dig her. (laughs) And so automatically when people see some people will see her name and be like, but Now that she does have a case, like people say, it's a case. I hope she wins. She's just a bad messenger. And now that Emma Stone and and Emily Blunt are kind of doing the same thing now. I don't know what Emily Blunt's doing it for, though. I just saw her name. It's Jungle Cruise. I think it's I'm going to go and say it's on A Quiet Place, too maybe but why would it be
1: okay i haven't heard of emily blunt so this is not a disney thing i was thinking that this is uh, more information that i hadn't picked up yet she's just she's just in the mix somehow but it's not towards disney is that what you're saying
0: uh here's it oh she is going toward disney yep emily blunt could speak out against Ju- disney oh she might speak out against jungle cruise yeah you are so right Disney has so
1: much fucking money, Steve. Dude, listen. And whether or not you like Scarlett Johansson or not, she has a case, dude. (laughs) She does have a case. And And whether whether or not she's the best representation, I'm going to sound like the legend of Billie Jean here back in the days if you maybe saw this movie. Fair is fair. You know what I mean?
0: No, you're totally. But here's the thing. What Disney could do is they could just be like, all right, we're just going to hold this in court forever. Who's going to run out? Now,
1: that's very possible.
0: Who's going to run I out of money first? Disney, I, I imagine Disney might win that. Yeah. Be like, we'll just keep on doing this forever and ever. And Disney, um, here's, okay, now, mind you, I believe that they, pro- they definitely have a case. I'm wondering, did Disney's lawyer lawyers put in, in these weird wordings where it's like, well, technically, it's in the contract that we could do this. Technically. Because I I have to imagine Disney's lawyers thought or la- the group of lawyers thought of this possibility.
1: Disney replied with a statement that accused her of callous disregard to the COVID nineteen pandemic and revealed her salary on the film, which was twenty million. The haymakers have continued Friday when Johansson's agency, Creative Artists Agency, released a statement firing back. It says, and I quote, I want to address the Walt Disney Company statement that was issued in response to the lawsuit filed against them yesterday by our client, Scarlett Johansson. Brian Lord, co-chairman of the Creative Artist Agency, said in a statement obtained by Variety, by the way, this is from Gizmodo, not Variety. Uh, they have shamelessly and falsely accused Miss Johansson of being insensitive to the global COVID back, uh, excuse me, pandemic in an attempt to make her appear to be someone they and I know she isn't. Scarlett has been Disney's partner on nine movies, which have earned Disney and its shareholders billions, Lord continued. The company included her salary in their press statement in an attempt to weaponize her success as an artist and businesswoman, as if that were something she should be ashamed of. Scarlett is extremely proud of the work that she and all the actors, writers, directors, producers, etc. at Marvel Creative Team have been part of of for well over a decade so i don't think that's much of an argument i was just i was kind of just reading along here waiting to see if i was going to see another fireback from disney but to me it seems like that's their argument she's being selfish because of covid that's weak. No, what they're
0: doing is saying we would have loved to put this in theaters right but we couldn't go out they couldn't go to the theaters and are are we supposed to restrain
1: they're using it as a crutch
0: it's gonna work because it's will be like, did you want us to put it in a the theater? Or would you like people that were at home it to be able to watch this? It make a
1: difference. This? It's her artistic it's work. It's their,
0: it's hers, but it's they're their they're, IP. Bingo. That's what they're going to bring. They're going to be like, it's not your thing. It's our so thing. So you
1: think they're just looking this as a yo, it's just, uh, it's services rendered for it's our, for our no, part. No, and, and
0: here's the thing. If you get the right, let's just say, uh, number one, they think they're putting out the $20 million as a hit for her success. That's going to work well, though. When people are like, I've already seen on Twitter, she already made $20 million automatically. That's why Disney did that. And it's going to work for the mass public. Because but you know $20 what?
1: Million sounds like a lot of money to exactly. the general public. And they're
0: like, this is a lot of money. And, and there's now she can never say, I wasn't. Well, she can say it, and she's right. She can say, I wasn't comp- compensated correctly. Or, you know, the way I should be. And she's right. But for the normal person, they're going to think, well, 20, $20 million is, you know, that's a lot of money. And mind you, Disney is just doing, all they're doing is throwing little jabs. Because no matter what happens, people are going to Disneyland. It doesn't matter to them. Ah, those people ignore the
1: fuck out of me. Sorry.
0: that's all They I'm are saying. never, they're like, we own, if you see the, um, you've seen that map of what Disney owns. That is, this case There are people in the building that did not know this was happening until Twitter because it's such a little thing to them. This isn't a world. This isn't a company-wide huge scandal. It's something like whatever. (laughs)
1: Whatever. So obviously I'm not a newscaster, so I'm probably going to get things wrong sometimes. So I do want to do a little bit of a correction here. It says... uh Hold on here. So regarding Emma Stone, Emma Stone might be considering a similar lawsuit with regards to Cruella with Disney Uh released exclusively via its streaming services, premier access. And now getting back to Emily Blunt and John Krasinski, who may have also looked at similar options with their Paramount film of quiet place part two. So yes, there's, that's definitely something that they're looking into. And then it says, and that's with Blunt's latest film, jungle cruise coming to theater. So basically it's, you were right. It's actually quiet place Two, but is this going to carry over into Jungle Cruise now? Which is very, very possible.
0: Um, here's the hard part. If because uh, the the thing with M, the thing with uh, Scarlett Johansson is, um, it, it I, I don't know what the contract was for the rest of her stars, but her co star isn't jumping in. You know what I'm saying?
1: You're talking about uh, uh, um, which one are you? Oh, any of them is what you're saying. Yeah,
0: right? none of them have jumped on being like, you know what. Right, but I think Scarlett might be the only one that had a back-end deal.
1: Were you referring to Florence Pugh or
0: just yeah? Oh, okay. But wouldn't she be a star enough to get a back-end deal like Scarlett Johansson? Yeah, I don't know. But and you know what? I she hasn't you, even
1: said anything. I guarantee you Florence Pugh doesn't have Scarlett Johansson
0: money. And she's not saying anything. I think it would also help if one of them jumped in and be like, you know what? Because well, I will say, uh, uh, who, who backed her up? Who said, you know what? Oh, Kevin uh, Feige. He's like, you know what? It's bull crap what they're doing to her. And then left it. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Well, yeah, it says I've seen lots of articles where it's like Kevin Feige is fuming. But you're right. There's not. He's 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 rooting for her, but he didn't go full in. And I think that's smart on his part, dude. Like, don't bite the fucking hand that feeds you. Whether not going to. Yeah, I'm not saying that it's right to be that way. But Kevin Feige is set. He's already set for life. And again, Florence Pugh just had her debut into the the MCU. Right. So, like, why is she going to fuck that up? And I know that you're, I know, also know that you're not crazy about this, or maybe you think that it's not possible. And I'm, to be honest with you, I'm not sure either. But let's just say there is a chance that Emily Blunt and John Krasinski are going to play in the Fantastic Four. Let's just say that's the case. Why would they do this? Unless they're just ready to just walk away and be like, fuck it. You know what? Right is right. Totally right, dude. I think because they're um, the new faces of the MCU going forward, dude. If in fact those two particular people are going to be in it, I don't know. But Florence Pugh for sure is. Oh, a new she's face. for sure. I'm and waiting she for came someone out
0: swinging, and everyone loves her. I'm waiting for someone that's in the universe now to say this is bull. Let Johnny Fav say something.
1: He say, Well, No, he's like, I'm over here doing Star Wars. You guys better take care of yourself."
0: <laughs> No one in the Marvel uh, uh uh Hiddleston. Shit, Tom Hiddleston ain't saying shit. That man
1: <laughs> that man will play Loki until the day he dies, dude.
0: I mean, Thor, Hemsworth, anyone say something to say we are backing this woman. You know now, who should say something. Who? Robert Downey Jr. Totally. Chris Evans. He has nothing to lose. Yeah, I think you should go with the old schools. And here's the thing. Now, I don't like Scarlett Johansson, but I'm also upset that no one's come to her defense and been like, hey, you guys need to do her right. None of the dudes have come out like this.
1: This is, dude, this is the first week of this. It's going to get super interesting, I think. We but have th- a this week is they haven't,
0: Disney said something, Scarlett said something, Kevin Feige said something. If those three have said something, you need your publicist to make a Marvel state. You're not with Marvel anymore. Chris, say something. You know what I'm saying? Robert, say something. I think he's sitting back being like, "Dang, shame," you know what I mean? But I think like I get, but being real, it could be that he made a phone call to her. Maybe that's what he did. But um I I think she would like. I don't know what Scarlett would like, but I would imagine anybody would like a public thing, but maybe she does. But I I I wouldn't I can't put aside that maybe Robert called her or maybe all of them have called her. Bruh, bruh. Okay, I'm going to ask you, what is the likelihood that Kevin Feige cleared that statement with Disney?
1: It wasn't a really like a direct shot. It wasn't like shots fired. He said, you know, he he didn't like the situation. I don't have the quote in front of me, but I don't really, when I read it, I didn't really mean like, oh, shit, it's going to get crazy now. They're going to lose Feige and all that. I just, he just sort of, yeah, I think you, you put it in a, a, you explained it well. I think that he just kind of. Yeah, that sucks. But anyway, uh let's talk about phase five. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> 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 I don't know, man. Loyalty is a bitch sometimes when it comes to uh, money and fame.
0: Oh, wait, so all of these things, you're right, dude. It's a bunch of reportedly. He Kevin Feige is reportedly upset and angry. That's a That is the word right there.
1: That's the magic word, reportedly. He has allegedly, reportedly out. You know, when Feige puts out a personal statement, that's when I will take that. You're series. so right. Because, you know, he's like the papa. He's the godfather of the MCU, dude. He's probably like, yeah, one of my kids is
0: hurting. I got to say something. You, you know? know what, dude? I I would not be because I was maybe Disney's like, you want to release a what? No, you can say it reportedly.
1: Maybe <laughs> they called him into the office. They're like, look, this is what's going on. Obviously, you're going to come. They're going to come to you for something. This is maybe Steve, maybe they, maybe they
0: said, this is what you can say. I mean, when you're under contract, there's a lot of stipulations where it's like, you can't be under contract with Disney and then go off and slam us. Do you do know that? And it, you sign it being like, of course, what are you talking about? I'm going to be, yeah. What are you and then this happens. You're like, oof. do what is a uh, scar jo worth? Dude. I'm, I'm I'm gonna go. I'm gonna 90. go to net
1: worth. Uh, what is it? networth.com dot com or something. Yeah, like that? I'm
0: gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go a hundred million. One sixty five. Is that what it is? Uh huh. She's
1: worth one hundred sixty five million dollars. Disney is worth an estimated one hundred and twenty two point eighteen billion dollars. Who's gonna run out first?
0: And you know what's funny. Here's the scary part in this world we live in. Disney's worth that, right? Yes. Jeff Bezos alone, He's a like, singular is man, a singular human being, dude. Anyway, I'm not gonna do it. It's gonna take me to a dark place. Let's. <laughs> we got reviews, man. We should probably not. Get Let's the reviews do the out reviews. Real quick. Holy crap, dude! I thought they were worth way more than that.
1: All right, we'll get to the reviews. This is noise news. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to do some reviews right now. Uh, some of the things that we've watched over the course of uh, time, last couple of weeks, I think. I think one of these I've watched two weeks ago. The other one I just watched; it's fresh in my brain, and I want to talk about it. But we're, before we get to that one, let's talk about Blood Red Sky, which is uh, on Netflix. Debuted on Netflix just a couple of weeks ago, I think, and. I'm actually kind of eager to talk about this movie with you, dude. But before I do, let me go ahead and just give a little bit of a breakdown of what this movie is about. Very short. A woman with a mysterious illness is forced into action when a group of terrorists attempt to hijack a transatlantic overnight flight. It's directed by Peter uh, Thorowath, uh, written by Stephen Holtz. Excuse me, Stephen Holtz and Peter Thorowath again. And this is the thing is I don't really know any of these people except for one of them. But it stars uh, Perry Bauermeister as Naja, Carl Anton Koch as Elias, Alexander Shear as 8-Ball. Gotta have an 8-Ball in there. Uh Kai Setti as Fareed and just a bunch of people. Oh, oh, well, we do know somebody here, Steve. We know somebody here well that was in this movie. Graham McTavish. Oh, yeah. He was yeah. in it. He wasn't in long, but I was like, hey, do the sound. Do the, hey. Very good. Yeah, that's it. He won't do it now because now he, he doesn't want to be, like, put on the spot. <laughs> but that's the sound I made when I knew it was Graham McTavish. Who's that? It's fucking, you, know, you watched Preacher, right? You watch Preacher. It's a Saint of Killers. Lots of other things, too, actually. Well, I know him as the saint. He's only the saint to me, but I'm saying people might know him. But the guy that I do know, and I've seen him before, and I had to kind of go, where did I see this guy? And then it made sense. Dominic Purcell, who plays Berg in this. He's like the main, the ma- well, kind of the main terrorist in this movie. Do you know who Dominic Purcell is? Did you recognize him? Of course. I used to I watch him in Prison Break. Prison Break was where I first saw him for. He's also in, uh, I think, is it Legends of Tomorrow? That whack-ass show? I've never show? watched that yeah on the cw that. but anyway let's talk about this steve i know how i felt i've watched the whole thing i understand you've only watched about like 80% of it right mhm so what are your thoughts
0: so far i like i mean it's a very i will i would recommend this movie if for the the theme alone the idea i thought oh this is very clever where you know I can't ruin it, but one of those enemy of my enemy situations. This is going to be a spoiler filled review. Okay. I thought it was clever where it's just like, uh, because when the movie started, you know, you know, you get these, you know, you get these, um, these hijackers and the woman. And it sucks because I wish they wouldn't have said that it was a vampire movie. I would have actually liked to be surprised and not known it was, and then when she starts transferring, you're like, "Oh my god!" It's, it's right in the trailer, which was a little bit That's of. That's why I don't know why they did that. They should That's have been like, I
1: didn't like the movie." I'm just saying they, they should Matt have was- said like
0: something else is on this plane. They're like, "Oh, I know what it is. It's the dog. Like immediately, I'm like, "Oh, the dogs probably." Until she got up from getting shot, then I'd be like, "Wait a minute." the heck is going on do you know what kind of awesome movie that would i would have been like what but since i knew what was going to happen i pieced it together as soon as there were hijackers i said oh i know what they're going to do which is but i still think that the idea is still fun Uh, up to the point where i stopped watching i thought it was just a really fun movie uh i will admit this i was doing other things
1: i Uh caught myself doing
0: i caught myself starting to do other things are you folding steve I was kind of, being no, I liked it, but it's one of those movies where you're like, oh, this is a do other things. movie." Looking at your phone and stuff. Yes. No question. You start kind of like, okay, because there's whole parts of the movie where you're like your brain. If you've seen enough horror movies, unfortunately,
1: you know, the code
0: Bingo and my cheat code got it. What I'm trying to say. There it is. And I was just like, well, kind of know where this is going. I like it all the same, but I'm like, I got you. All right. We're good. Um, but from what I saw, I still thought it was a good movie. I will still give it a um I will still give it a two out of five wrongly murdered dogs. Oh,
1: poor dog I That got, was vicious. Poor puppet dog got a bad rap right there, man.
0: Yeah, I'm like man, trumped up charges and such. All right.
1: <laughs> I think I like this movie. Granted, you haven't finished it yet, but I, I haven't think, finished it, but you really can kind of figure it out. I think I'm going yes. sh- <sighs> to do you not want me talking about it since you have. Oh, no, no,
0: no, it? no, no, no. Go ahead. Because, you know,
1: it. as a whole, I think this movie is actually pretty good. I think it's awesome because it's, um, it's a little bit of an original take on things. You know, we've seen yes. things like this before. To me, this movie equates to um, die hard and snakes on a plane meets a vampire. Kind of totally. something like that. You have that uh, uh-huh. that intense. We're all in this one area. We're trapped in the air. How are yes. we gonna get out? And then totally. shit gets nuts towards the end. And this is the part where I'm yes. not sure that where you're at. I think you know where it's going because yes. we talked about something. But we get a whole bunch of vampires <laughs> at the end of this movie, dude. It gets pretty fucking crazy what happens in this one. This movie is dubbed. I believe it's a German movie, if I'm not mistaken. And I some of it, it
0: seemed like it was in English.
1: Like they were saying regular yes, stuff. And that's the Graham McTavish stuff. But there are some parts that are dubbed. And one of the things that bugged me about this is that I think the kid in this movie is really, really good. However, the dubbing that they put on this kid is atrocious. Dude. It's mm-hmm. so bad. And it makes me hate this little guy. But I think if you were to watch it in its native language, it's it's he's he's really good in this. Like he's got a yeah. great little story arc and stuff like that. I love the fact that it's a female vampire, Uh you know, and you got all these douchey guys around her and she straight up just goes like Bruce Willis on these, like John McClane on these motherfuckers in this, in a vampire style. And I think it's, I think there's great action. I think there's some pretty nice gore in this one. The script isn't bad. Sometimes there's a little bit of overacting, but, but the makeup rules, I was really into this movie, man. I did think it was a hair too long. Like this movie clocks in at two hours and one minute. And I think we probably could have gotten away with
0: like a, like, we got it. Yeah.
1: You know what I mean? Like they really was some, some parts where the, uh, maybe they were a little more generous in the editing room, but still not a bad movie whatsoever. I, I recommend it. I think it was really fun. Some of the antagonists in this one are very much over the top. There's this one German guy who, and you know, the guy I'm talking about, Steve, mm-hmm. uh, he, it's being that it's spoilers, I'm talking about the guy that posed as the uh, flight attendant, yes, and then proceeds to go into the most like he takes some overacting classes. <laughs> this yeah. one, yeah, and ladies I knew, and gentlemen, welcome to your flight, and blah
0: blah blah. It's like, come on, man. Just, just I knew be- immediately what he was gonna. I was like, oh, he's gonna be, and it's you know you're overacting when I made that huge jump to, oh, I know what he's turning into. Like, I made that big of a jump to be like, oh, that's the only reason you'd have someone this crazy on the Right,
1: because there's got to be someone that's even
0: crazier than, Bingo. The, than the situation at hand, right? <laughs> exactly. I was like, oh, this is over the top.
1: You've seen this guy a hundred times, and, and I could take away from the movie because of that, but I will say that if they would have just taken out the over-the-top acting out of his performance, that's not the guy you really want to be fucking with on this plane. You know what I mean? No. Like, he, because that's, It's kind of a great character that just got overwritten, in my opinion. Like you need to have that psychopath, the one that even the his team can't trust. I kind of dig that. But
0: yeah, for sure.
1: It just goes so over the top. And I guess in the in the sense of a movie where we're talking about vampires on an airplane, I guess this is the perfect place for someone to do something.
0: Oh no, it's just like uh um it's just like in Dust Till Dawn, Quentin Tarantino's character. He was in that vampire movie, like this guy was in this one. He just is an off the handle where everyone's like, calm. Down with the killing, please. Yeah. But the same thing happens in Dust Till Dawn that happens in this one. I'm like, okay, you turn the pro. Okay, we got it.
1: I don't really know if this movie, would you agree with me that maybe this movie doesn't necessarily break new ground, except for maybe like thematically, like, you know, the, the setting that it's in.
0: Yes, that's we've seen hijacking movies, we've seen vampire movies, we've seen the oh something scary on the plane from the Twilight Zone. Right. They all they did is let's combine all of them together and do this.
1: If you like those, you're gonna love this.
0: Which you will if you do like those. You're going to love this. Yeah. I yeah. mean, this is a really good horror movie.
1: It's yeah, horror. It's it. action. It's uh, yeah. very entertaining. I did not find myself getting pulled away from this. I didn't really look at my phone. I probably did a little bit. It's two hours long, but For like sure. I was with it the whole entire time watching it. the I like to watch my horror movies in the night. You know what I mean? It just makes of more course. sense to me to do that. But I watched this in the light of day. Because I'm afraid of the vampire, Steve. I see that. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I did nothing, nothing was taken away from this. I I was thoroughly entertained by this. Could it be a better movie? Sure, but lots of movies can. But I, of course. like, if you were to ask me, hey, what's on Netflix right now that I should be watching? I think this would be the one that I would recommend to you first off. You know, it's doing pretty well on Netflix. It's in the top, whatever they are, what is it, like a top 10 or something like that? I don't even At know. one how point, to it was number that. one. Yeah. So. Yeah, good for these guys. I uh, don't really see this being like a sequel type of a movie, but before I give my rating, I do want to go back for a second and talk about, you know what I liked about this one? Is that they showed the origin. A lot of times you don't get the origin. I don't think you can answer this question, but I'm going to go ahead and ask you anyway. Was there a point in this movie where it explained what the medication was? I didn't see it. Yeah, because, you know, uh, if you haven't seen the movie, again, spoilers, uh, this woman is a... I assume she's a full on vampire, but for whatever reason, she is able to inject some kind of medication into her chest, which contains the I don't know if it's the bloodthirst or the actual transformation part of it, because she kind of looks like she's a cancer patient. She's actually that's sort of the plot of the movie is that it's this mother and her son that are going from somewhere in Europe to New York to get treatment for this. So there's a whole like there's a whole other world that we might not even really know about, Steve. You know, yeah, this could be true. like a, like a, in a, not anything in comparison to, but like a John Wick universe where, yeah, we're seeing this shit going down with John Wick, but there's a whole other thing going on that we haven't even seen yet. That's true. That kind of intrigues me a little bit. That makes me wonder, can we get another sequel? Like this would be fine as a standalone movie, but because there is this world that exists where there is medication involved, how did this medication come to be? Who discovered it? When did they need to use this? Why did it even become an idea? I would be very curious to find these things out. So if they're able to like, take this and make a sequel or a prequel from it and do it in a, in the pretty much in the equal fashion that they're doing with this one. I'm fully in for it. I think it was very, absolutely. absolutely. But you know, I've seen a lot of horror movies, ladies and gentlemen, like a lot of them. So I I don't rate super high on the horror movies a lot. It takes, it takes a, a certain type of a movie for me to get a a little bit higher up. So I'm with Steve in this camp. I'm going to go ahead and give this one two out of five hypodermic needles.
0: That's a good that's a really good rating.
1: There's things I want to say, but I know you're gonna finish the movie. So I just kinda of wanna hold off so at least you get the the experience. I'll
0: give you a time. re-up on one of our Patreons. There we go.
1: If we remember, we will. Who knows? We talk a lot. Sometimes we forget where we are, and then the next thing we know, we gotta stop the show. That's just the way it works you on this. You know show. what? You're
0: right. You're what, very you, true. Like, new to
1: Heroes of Noise or something. If you are welcome, by the way. I'm damned. That's Dan. <laughs> now. We're going to talk about old. And again, there's going to be spoilers galore on this one. All right. Old M. Night Shyamalan's new movie rated PG-13 clocks in at an hour and 48 minutes. And it's written, of course, by M. Night Shyamalan. And here's the cast. You've got Gail Garcia Bernal, uh, Vicky Kripes, Rufus Sewell, Alex Wolf who we talked about recently in another movie. Abby Lee, uh, Thomason, McKenzie, Nikki Amuka Bird. Ken Lung, and then uh, the one that I'm looking for, and of course it always does this to me when I'm reading these off of fucking IMDb. And a bunch of other
0: people. (laughs) There we go. There
1: we (laughs) go. I'm looking for one particular person. It'll come up in a second. But anyway, M. Night Shyamalan movies. I will be the first person to tell you that I'm pretty much going to go see every single movie M night Shyamalan puts out. I'm of always going to give this dude a chance. There are a yes. lot of Shyamalan haters out there. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of like Shyamalan, a ding dong myself. That's what I call it. The, the, I'm a super fan. I like to I see these it. movies and I'm going to be the man that says it. Steve, I, I did not hate this movie. Huh? I didn't. I know a lot of people out there. I started off this way because I've heard a lot of people say they hate this movie. It's trash. Mm hmm. Maybe Steve's going to say the same thing, but I did not hate this movie. I didn't love this movie. I think that this movie has, um, we'll put it, I'll put it this way. I think that there's a better movie in there somewhere and somewhere it just kind of goes awry. I'm not sure if it's the, cause there's some, there's some pretty bad acting in some of these scenes, but I love the concept. And the thing is, I think what, where I kind of just did a little head shake was the end, the reveal felt kind of weird. It felt um, almost like they just had to come up with something, you know, uh-huh. <laughs> like I just I love the idea of a beach where people go and people are aware of it, but they're not saying shit where you just age in a day. I think that's interesting to me. I mean, there's lots that can be done with this. And in fact, there are some crazy things that happen in this movie. And I found that whole part interesting. I like that M. Night Shyamalan weird kind of a group of people trying to figure out a situation together and shit's just going crazy around them. I actually dig that about his movies. But lately, over the course of like the last 4 or 5 years, there just seems to be this thing where he can't close the deal with these movies anymore.
0: Mm-hmm. He can't
1: follow through with it. And so when I walked out of it, I wasn't like, oh that was trash and what the fuck did I just spend my time watching and it was just like, ah, oh. because there's there's things in there that I kind of liked. There's ideas in there that I found intriguing and it was like, oh, that's that's cool. I never really would have thought about that. One particular scene that I'm talking about is um, a scene with uh, one of the wives, the younger wife, the one that was very, very much into her beauty, her vanity. And the whole time they're talking about, um, she's always talking about calcium because I guess we can go ahead and say it with this movie. The whole premise is, is that these again, spoilers. Okay. So you have been fucking warned is that there is this company that has tracked down people Mm -hmm. that are suffering from ailments. OK, so they they reach out to them via the Internet, like um, or maybe like an email. Hey, you know, you've won this contest and you get this all expenses paid trip to yada, yada, yada. And these people take the bait. They all show up there and each of them have their own ailments. And the purpose of this island is that it's surround. This beach is uh, surrounded by these rocks, these very rare rocks that no one really truly understands. Uh, It's like one of the only places on Earth, from what I gathered, that where this place where these rocks are and they have a certain, uh, I don't know, magnetism. I don't know exactly sure what it is, but whatever that is, it allows people to age at a very rapid rate to where you age basically like 50 years in one day. There's some interesting things that can happen with that. Uh, I want to kind of talk about some of these individual things, Steve, but um, I'll go ahead and give old a I feel like I'm being generous here, but I'm going to go ahead and give Old a two out of five situations where you should not be leaving your kids alone.
0: Yeah, dude. I think I was okay with this movie. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Until um, the end and mind you, I was only okay with it. If yeah. I would have, here's, here's, I think that this movie, I think the premise is so good that to squander it takes skill.
1: Yeah, that's a good way. And to
0: that know. is a skill that Shyamalan has. I think that, I don't know what's going on with him because he's made great movie. The visit was great. It's like he and JJ
1: Abrams meet up and be
0: like, how can we fuck up this movie? Seriously. And like, we, I walked out and I was actively like, why, like this movie just, it just, why? Because you, you, you watch it and you wonder, you think that there's going to be a payoff and say at the end, you're like, oh, cool. That's why I watched that movie. I walked out being like, why did I even go through it? Why did I even watch it then? There was nothing. There's nothing I took away from this movie that was of any interest to me. I was like, okay, there was a movie. Uh, these people aged very fast, some aged oddly faster than others, yeah, which is fine. that's I don't care about that kind of stuff. it's whatever, but there was nothing I took away from this movie at all. It wasn't scary, it wasn't intriguing. um, there was one cool death that was really interesting. I thought I thought I was like, oh that was, that was interesting, you know, bone death, yeah, very intriguing, but after that, it was a nothing movie it was like I don't understand how M Night screened it and was like nailed it. I just really didn't dig this movie, man. I but didn't. But the thing dig is, which you would you not agree
1: with me? Maybe you won't. But with his movies, good or bad, his endings are always kind of simplistic. It's kind of like it's sort of like you know we've got. Um, there's just always a kind of like a simple answer to these movies, and it's like, oh, that, and I think that's except what, for the Sixth Sense in the village. I thought those two. I'm like, oh, that was clever. Well, yeah, but Sixth Sense was our our uh, introduction into M. Night Shyamalan. So that's a, like, Yeah, oh, that's true. Oh, that's, that's interesting. We haven't that's really very true. We hadn't been seasoned on him yet. But as the yeah. movies progressed, you know, you end up with these weird movies that are pretty entertaining for the most part. For the most part, but the endings always are always weak. And did you say the visit? Yes. I will have to agree with you in the fact that I think the visit is the exception. So fucking entertaining, tons of jump scares. And it's it's uh I know we're not talking about the visit, but that movie is kind of laced with reality. You know what I mean? It has to just do with crazy people.
0: Absolutely. Like,
1: versus supernatural occurrences and things like that. I but, really like the visit. <laughs> yeah, the visit is so fucking good. Guys, if you have not seen the visit, M Night Summer on the Visit, like in my opinion, that is probably his top three movies. In his top three for sure. Easily. Maybe top two, but I'm not going to be too generous right now. But with this movie, Steve, what I like about it is that it's um, much like all his other movies. It's very well shot. Like he, you know, the, the framing, um, the cinematography of it. It's, it's great. The, the, um, the buildup of suspense and things like that. I think he's actually really brilliant when it comes to doing that in his movies. But for some reason, yes, as we've already mentioned, a lot of the times they tend to fall flat, but If he would have just who am I? You know what I'm saying? I'm just telling you what I think about the movie. But in my opinion, had he. I guess worked a little bit harder. There's a couple things that really bug me about this movie, and one of them is the end. It's like if you would have just worked a little bit harder, even if you were going down the way that you go, the final result, which I, you know, I've already said a lot about the movie. I'm not going to say the end, but it could have been executed better. There could have been a better, a little bit of a better answer. I wish they would have tied the kid in a little bit more to it. The little kid that uh, was his friend, you know, at the beginning, um, things could have been a little bit better. I think you would have, we've got to, I would have given it like a higher rating. It's just that I I can't buy that at this point. I, he, it just feels to me like he gets lazy and he's just like, ah, okay, let's just say this. There you go. There's the movie. And yeah. I, I didn't care. Yes. But I did like some of the situations that these characters get into like, gee, <laughs> the whole like I, I there's something really intriguing to me when it comes to that type of a science, like, you know, aging rapidly like that. And the fact that all these people have their their different ailments, like yes. the the French dad, the one that was like schizophrenic and possibly had like Alzheimer's and stuff like that. Uh, there's just something I liked about watching the rap because I know it's coming. You know what I mean? I know shit's going to go down. And I like that because, again, it's like a buildup. It's like a suspense buildup. I know it's there. I kind of figure I know what's going to happen, but I don't exactly know how it's going to go down. And I like the way that they handled the individual ailments. Um, There is one thing about this movie, though, that I'm still having a heart. There's two reasons. It's twofold. First of all, the inclusion of the character. Mid-sized sedan. Don't get me started, dude. (laughs) Okay, the, first of all two things that is the dumbest fucking name ever and he, he didn't need to be there there was really no reason for this character to be there other than the to fact die. that they had to discover yes. oh this has already occurred once before you know what i mean but like yeah i don't know Gee, like
0: he was there to show how crazy another character was <sighs> to me the name midsize to dan and the character that they give us was kind of demeaning in a way. Of course it was. No question. Yeah. Mid-sized sedan. Come on, dog. Why, Steve? Why is that bugging me? It's a, because it's a very, it's a stereotype he loves to, he's like, Ooh, his name is mid-sized sedan, It's black dude. Yeah. And I was like, come on, G, what are we, what are we yeah. doing? You could have at least been like, uh, you could have come up with a cool name. Like other movies have come up with cool names of rappers that have been in their movies. I was like, oh, I believe that. Like, Diesel. And then I saw him, I'd be like, oh, that matches perfectly. I get why he's called Diesel. He's a big
1: fella. Yeah. Mid sized sedan, sedan. It's just so fucking weak. And And his death was just like, why? I just felt like that was a character that didn't need to be there. And if they were gonna put him in this movie, he's sh- there should have been more to him. You know, not I just agree. oh, he's the I don't even know if it's not comic relief, but it is in a way Fucking like mid midsize sedan. Come on. So and then weird. and the way that he was introduced by the daughter of all people, you know, um, it didn't help his case. And speaking of the daughter, she was probably my least favorite in the movie. Uh, I don't know exactly what it is. I'm talking about the older daughter version yeah. because her voice never changed. Did you notice that? I did. Yeah. Kind of bugged me. It took me out. I know that's like a nitpicky thing to say, but I did not care for her performance in this movie. And it probably had a lot to do with her voice. But on the other hand, Eliza Scanlon, who isn't in the movie very long, has a very, uh, <laughs> it's like one of the most memorable scenes to me because it's, you know, you're, you're watching them in this tent, Trent and, um, Kara, uh, I believe her name was. Yes. And they're, they're lying in this tent and they're getting a little bit close And in the back of my head. I'm thinking, Oh, well, They're kind of like at the age of like 16, 17 years old right now and have aged so rapidly that they don't even, they can't even understand the hormonal feelings that they're having right now. Mm -hmm. Something's going to go back. I didn't expect it to go all the way to that, but it was, uh, it made for an interesting plot point. You know what I mean? Like your, your your six year old daughter is playing in the sand. And then the next thing you know, she's pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: oh yes
1: yes and that was pretty crazy man and i made me wonder too like oh god what's gonna happen with this baby this baby can't make it there's no way this baby can make it you know and so again i'm telling you spoilers up the butt here but um i did not hate this movie steve there's just these little little pieces of the movie that i think if they would have just been woven together a little bit uh more precisely, maybe shave off, because it's not that long of a movie, actually. I think this one, what did I say? It clocks in at like an hour and 48 minutes. Not bad, no. Uh, I think we could have gotten away with an hour and 30, you know? Uh, but even still, hour and 45 is not anything to complain about. I think it was just the execution of the ending that really just made me go, ah, damn it, Shyamalan, you did it again.
0: Yeah, I'm good, man. I, 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 if this movie was an hour, I would have pieced out.
1: Yeah, that's fair. I think, you know, I might be in the minority here, but I just found that there were certain things about this movie that I wasn't hating on like the rest of the public was. And um, I can't say that when I walked out, I felt disappointed. In fact, I'm going to go as far to say that I will watch this movie again.
0: Well, I mean, (laughs) hey, look, everyone has their taste and I get it. Hey, this is not going to be on the highest rating system of ours. You know, no,
1: or, or definitely not one where, oh, man, do you remember how much Dan raved about that movie? But it's just, um, I don't know. I think I am with, I'm like that with his movies for some reason. The only one that I don't think I ever want to watch again, and quite honestly, I don't even remember the plot that well. I hated that movie so much. Was uh, um, Lady in the Water? I remember that movie. Yep, he does also, those things. Also, the other thing, I know a lot of directors do this, a lot of writers do this. Quentin Tarantino being one of them. Do we really need to have that much Shyamalan in the in these movies all the time? Like, dude. Why can't he just get someone to do that part? I understand you made the movie. You'd like to put your print on it. Maybe he just really wanted to be an actor from the start.
0: That would make
1: sense. You know what I'm saying? Maybe that's the thing I really want. Because Quentin does the same thing. And Quentin Tarantino was not a good actor. He's really not. But he's, you know, uh, arguably a great director and a great writer. But with Shyamalan, I get that impression that he really, really wanted to, to be in these movies. But for whatever reason, he never got the starring role and he just never got a chance to really sell that out. Or I don't know what it is. Or maybe he just wants to just put his, his stamp on these, these movies. But I can't really think of any one time in any of the Shyamalan movies where it's like, Oh, we really needed that part. Like ever.
0: Never, never. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm not sure his, his, he was, and he was a main part. He was one of the major parts. I'm just. The whole movie, dude, the more you talk about it, the less I like it. <laughs> I do not like this movie. Jake. That's fair, man.
1: I mean, you're you're definitely with the majority here. But for me, I don't know. I just think it's this. I have like a little bit of a soft spot. Something in my brain makes me like him more than I probably should. Totally Again, I, I, th- if you were to tell me, like if someone was just to come up to me and be like, hey, man, what should I go see this weekend? I don't think I'd be like, hey, you need to go see old. In fact, I'm telling you folks that honestly, unless you just want the experience of going to the movies, going to the theater, sitting there and having that cinematic experience. Uh, like I said, I do think this is a, is a very good looking movie. Like it's well made as far as like the cinematography and stuff like that. But this is totally one that you can wait for it to come streaming on and you'll be just fine. You're not going to miss anything. It's not like you're it's not IMAX worthy, in my opinion. Um But if you do want to see it, I would personally say just wait until it streams. And I don't think it's going to be that. I think it might actually, the hit won't be as hard as if you wait until it streams and you just watch it on cable or something like that.
0: You know, I totally, agree. I you totally go and,
1: agree. You go you don't have like a movie pass or not a movie pass, but like a regal pass or something like that. You're, and you spend some money on it, particularly in the evening, you start adding in that popcorn and the sodas and such, Bruh, you're going to come out like, man, we could have done something else tonight. Yes. But yes. I, but that said, dude, I kind of, I kind of liked it a little bit. I didn't, I did not, I shouldn't even say I kind of liked it. I
0: just didn't hate it. That's a fair, that's fair. I did you know? not like it.
1: Fair enough, man. Fair enough. But, uh, that's the review for old. That's it. And it's also a wrap
0: on the show. Episode 167 in the can, Steve. Shall Ladies and gentlemen. Uh, yeah, go ahead, Steve, do your thing. I love you guys so very much. And so does Dan. And he's going to tell you how much he loves you in the next few seconds. Cause the next voice you're going to hear is his. I love you. Enjoy the wonderful week. Keep your head up and make sure you don't take crap from someone who is shorter than you. Peace.
1: Wow. Just hating on people that are short, Steve. I don't don't really approve of that. I'm not the tallest guy and I, I resemble that remark. So fuck you, Steve. We're gonna end the show like that. Hey everybody, you want to get a hold of the show, hit us up at heroes of noise podcast at gmail.com. That is heroesofnoisepodcast at gmail.com. I'm always there. I'm hanging out, I'm just sitting there waiting for stuff to like a blink and then I'll answer it and be happy about it. On Twitter, you can reach us there at Heroes of Noise. You can reach me, Dan at Dan Q Public, Steve at S E underscore Hudson Music. And you can just come over to ww.heroosofnoise.com and there you can pretty much get all the links you want. You can leave us a voicemail, leave us an email, read some reviews. We do we do those from time to time. It's been a long while, but you know what they're there and you can also subscribe to the show from pretty much wherever can we can be found because i did that for you on the website okay proud of it i like it but we will be back before you know it ladies and gentlemen because that's what the fuck we do with that have a good week be good to yourselves be good to the people around you peace